0: Any question tonight?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you have said that the coward boys feel separation if Krishna just goes behind a tree, but he also uh, goes away for some hours with the, the priya in the day. Mm-hmm. In the um,
0: 15th chapter of the 10th canto of the Bhagavatam describes the the lila of Krishna... kind of in terms of an overview and the chapter begins with Krishna glorifying the forest of Vrindavan and speaking about how the inhabitants of Vrindavan all worship Balaram. so he speaks Somewhat in hasirasa, in jest, about how uh, uh, Balaram is the exalted personality that um, he is, and so forth. In, in a sense, he attributes to Balaram his own qualities as the Adi Purusha, and so on and so forth, which is true and untrue, because Krishna is the original person and Balaram's expansion. They're one and they're, they're different at the same time. Um, so it's somewhat, there's the, uh, uh, spoken in Hasiras, in, in jest, he's actually in one sense speaking about himself, but in another sense he's speaking about himself in the form of Balaram. And um, there's quite a number of verses where he's pra- praising Balaram, in and, and the context described in the forest and so forth, all in the ways in which the forest reciprocates for the uh, cowherding pastimes, um, as Christian Balaram, the cows, and boyfriend boys enter the forest, so he goes on at some length, hmm? and at um, at the end of that uh, glorification of Balaram, he segues into um, the lila that you're talking about, the departure. From the cowarding group of Krishna and Balaram, departure from the main group um, among, on the part of some coward boys with Krishna under the plea of doing something that everybody can't attend. And in, in the Leela Granthas, the different books of the Goswamis described in the Leelas, they'll give different reasons why. Uh, that Krishna comes up with. Hmm? A famous astrologer has come to town, I've heard. I think we should go and see him and get his advice, and so on and so forth. Of course, looking around, he says, I can't bring everybody there, so let's take a few and we'll go, and so forth. And um, It's one example of that. The Bhagavatam verse itself, in which the Lila segues in this uh direction, and speaks about the Priyanarmasakas and their special and privileged position in one sense to participate in the, uh, in the conjugal affairs of Radha Krishna is very um, veiled, if you will, and uh, it's in- impacted inside the language which speaks about the confidential nature of this type of sakurasas. After all, it's very peculiar. It's not something you'll see um, talked about elsewhere in any other Sampradaya, and it's a type of Sakirasa that, as we know, exceeds in 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 intimate dealings with Krishna the intimacy of bhatsalirasa, which, in a general sense, exceeds uh, Sakirasa in intimacy. Mm. So you have, you know, Dasiras then. More intimate is Sakyaras, than more intimate is Vatsalya than Madhuri. But in this case, this particular group of cowherds, Brihannarasakas, their intimacy, the intimacy that their fraternal love affords them with uh, Radha and Krishna's affairs, exceeds that of Vatsalya Rasa. So it's very peculiar and it's something that's brought out in our particular lineage, in our Bodhisattva It's not brought out in other places where Sakyarasa is spoken of. Hmm? So it's some also evidence of the the um, penetration into Krishna Lila of our, our charges and um, and their participation intimately, for the most part on the part of, in, in the role of handmaidens of Radha their reporting and so forth but in all of their books about such we find mention of some cowherd boys like Madhu Mongal um, Subal um, and other Priyanarmas. Their names keep coming up and keep coming up and keep coming up. So they're an intimate part of this um, intimate affairs of Radha and Krishna. And as I say, the verse in this chapter, you wouldn't get it from reading the verse generally. You have to go to the commentaries Gosami, of Samadhana Goswami, of Vishnachapitakura and so forth. And they, they, they bring it out there. So this is a kind of contribution our acharyas have made. If you go to Vrindavan today, there will be many reciters of the Bhagavatam, and they will all be quoting from Jiva Vaswami, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, Sanatan Goswami, and all these, uh, our principal Gaudiya uh, commentators that, in the early part of forming the, the Sampradaya. So, so, at any rate, there the indication is given that there's a special group and they go with Krishna. And if you understand the chapter properly, you see that the entire build-up that goes for a number of verses, maybe 20-some verses, glorifying Balaram hmm, is for the sake of pacifying the boys that, that will not come with Krishna. And they'll stay with Balaram and they should be satisfied to stay with him after big praise of Balaram how greedy he is, and so on and so forth. He says, now just excuse me for a minute. I'll be right back, basically. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of, us, some of you are going to have to come with me. Um, just a few, you know, uh, the fortunate group will stay behind here with Rum and continue with these sports, sportive pastimes in the forest, playing different games and uh, sporting with the cows and... Hurting them, caring for them, and so on and so forth. Dancing and singing, the concerts they put on, hmm? um, uh, poetic recitals, and uh, and uh, different types of sportive games and, and whatnot. Chasing animals, imitating their sounds, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, and of course, the romantic affairs of Krishna is not something that these other boys are. Overtly concerned with hmm? the Priyanarmas are a special group, and and so on. So, so yes, there is separation on their part from Krishna, but they're with Balaram the whole time, and Krishna and Balaram are the you know the, uh, the 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 deities of of uh, that Asakirasa is centered on. Of course, the Priyanarmas are peculiar in that way; that it's centered on Krishna Balarama, and Balaram and Radha and Krishna. Hmm. Um but yes it's a kind of uh separation from Krishna but in the context of staying with Balaram yes uh the point is made that even if Krishna goes behind a tree hmm, could be said the same about Balaram hmm, they will feel separation this is this kind of point is made to emphasize how much they love Krishna just like it said the uh, Actually, it's said in the Bhagavatam that uh, the gopis and the prenarmasakhas they uh, curse the prenarmasakhas in particular. They curse Brahma for the kind of eyelids that he's made that well that blink because for that split second they cannot see Krishna. So it's another way of saying to us how um, how attractive Krishna is how limited the eyes are. Hm. How it's not an eye exercise. It's not eye, eye candy. Hmm? You need other eyes to see Krishna. These eyes are deficient. Atahashi Krishna Namadi. Nababadgray Mindri. Sevan Mukihiji Jivadhu Sayamibus Pratita. This is from the Purana. But the Purana I believe. Atashi Krishna Namadi, Naba Gray Mindri. The senses, the Indrias with material senses you cannot see Krishna, you cannot hear Krishna you cannot smell Krishna you cannot taste Krishna so we're talking about eyes here these eyes you cannot see Krishna they're defective, of course that's one of the meanings of the verse, a lower meaning but it's an important meaning and sevan hi jivado so with this but with the with the senses of service sevan muke hmm? jivado, and jivado means in one sense beginning with the tongue so nam, hmm? by placing the name of Krishna on the tongue and chanting with the heart, hmm? means, say, with the, from the heart, developing a service attitude, then it's possible to see Krishna. So the material eyes are defective. Here, of course, the higher point is being made. What is the beauty of Krishna? What is the nature, the measure, the extent of the attachment of the devotees in Goloka for Krishna? Hmm? the likes of which we don't know anything in this world. Nobody can be attached to such a thing, as attached as anyone is to anything or anyone in this world. What's being stated in that verse about noticing that the eyelids blink and writing, complaining about it hmm, is a way of saying how extraordinary is the beauty and the charm of Krishna. Nothing in the world can compare to it as attractive as I said as you are to the eyes or ears, to a to a sight or a song, a sound, a taste. Hmm? Again, as I've often said, pick out your favorite song and listen to it, you know, again and again and again, and it'll become torture after time. It'll just become absolute torture. Hmm? So there's nothing in the world that could possibly compare. This is what it, what's being said. And, hmm, yes, um, that uh, the idea of separation, even a moment separation, is, is, is a, a fraction of a moment, of a second, is, is noticed. Um, so these are ways of talking about the the nature of, of praying. Hmm? Um, separation from Krishna is of different, different kinds, at different times. Uh, you, you have separation um before meeting Krishna, utkantita, or it's described some eagerness to meet him, having heard about him, hmm? and so there's separation that's, you haven't met him but you've heard about him. Arjuna saw the picture of Krishna and wanted to, and fell in love with him as a friend, hmm? before meeting him personally, and so there was some feelings of love in separation. In Madhurya rasa it's called puvarag. Hmm? And um, then you have um, uh, three other types of separation. One of the technical terms, Vrambhavaichita, Primula- 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 Prabhas, and the third one, which is the second one. I don't recall the Sanskrit name, but there's a separation during union. In hmm? the stories there of Radharani sitting with Krishna, and the a uh, uh, bumblebee comes and she starts talking to the bumblebee Madhusudana is a is name for the bumblebee and it's a name for Krishna so she starts speaking to the bumblebee as if he's Krishna madness and, and um, Madhu Mangal shoos the bumblebee away and says Madhusudana has gone speaking about the bee and then she passes out in ecstasy that he's gone even though he, anyway this kind of thing. Uh, um, his, and, and, but the main type of separation is the pravas, which means for a long period of time, when he goes away to Mathura and to Vrindavan, and this occurs only in the prakatlila, the manifest lila, not in the aprakatlila. In that sense, it said there's no separation there. There is a separation of um, like the gopis in the day. He goes to the forest and they rendezvous with him uh, and so forth. And, um, and at night, the coward boys are separated, but they're they're dreaming about his leelas and, and so on and so forth. So, comparatively, this is this departure, apparent departure of Krishna from mature and Vrindavan. That has there's theological reasons for it, basically to emphasize the the, the measure of love in Vrindavan. And that does not occur in the Aprakat leela. So, it's the full form of separation and there are corresponding unions for each of the types of separation hmm. so after the prava at the Sudimon Sambhog, the full union and then they go to the upper cut, lela so that's another way of saying separation is over it's culminated in the union although there are currents currents of separation uh, like you say during the day uh, going behind the tree or hmm. um, so Mm-hmm. That's there, those moments are there, they're tolerated, they make the heart grow fonder, it's the nature of the Leela. Mm-hmm. But in the instance in which you describe the problem of Krishna's departure in midday, mm, for Radhakund, Shamakund with, with his panamas the uh, separation of the part of the others is compensated for by the association of Balaram. Then they meet again later, and they all return to Vrindavan together. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we can't underestimate the position of Balaram. in the uh, in Sakyarasa. Someone posted a story about Prabhupada. Um, I saw today, or, or yesterday, how he, in the krishna Balaram temple... I guess he was in the kitchen. You know sometimes he would come in the kitchen and they were offering samosas and Prabhupada took one off the plate and started eating it. And so he said, Prabhupada hasn't been offered yet. What did Prabhupada say? No problem. I'm a friend of Balaram's. No problem. I'm a friend of Balaram's. <laughs> no problem. It's not a problem. I'm a friend of Balaram's. Talk to him. Something like that. So he, of course, um, in his own, the deities of Krishna Krishnamalana that are famous in the world have been made so by Prabhupada. The particular um, pose or still picture of the deities, the way they're configured, hmm, this comes out of Prabhupada's meditation mm. and that's become famous all over the world with minor um, changes here and there. Hmm. But in times of old, gone by, you can find some old Balaram or Krishna Balaram deities here and there in the You never see this pose. And the pose is with Balaram resting on Krishna's his hand on Krishna's shoulder. Krishna's got his hand on his hip and he's holding his flute in his chest like this. Balaram's right arm is extended down, and his left arm is got his hand on the shoulder of his buddy. Hmm. So this was the pose that Prabhupada came, uh, gave, gave to his disciples out of his meditation to, to fashion the deities in. He sent the artisan, Bhardwaj Das, his disciple, to Jaipur to oversee it. And He lived there for quite some time, as long as it took to make the deity. and reported back to Prabhupada and sent pictures and so on and so forth. And... and um, I was fortunate to be there for the opening of the Krishna Balaram temple. It was such a victory for Prabhupada in Vrindavan and, and um, in general because the acceptance of his mission there with his Western students and so forth was um, kind of consummated at that point. Mm. And he got many pundits and government officials and you know, to come to the three day affair of the installation. It was a huge ritual. And um, so there was a more or less a formal acknowledgement by the government, by the pandits, by the by the residents of Vrindavan, Many different sannyasins and leaders of different um, sects and missions came and spoke on the occasion, and it was a celebratory time for Hindus, because the Americans and Europeans and whatnot uh, were were coming and um, and. Participating in Hinduism and taking it up and spreading it around the world, and there was anyway a formal acknowledgement of that, and that's a bigger thing than you might 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 think, um, and given the times and so forth. If you knew the a little bit about the cultural and religious sensibilities there, so um, it was a big uh, big uh, victory for him and. Um, and of course, that's external, but internally also. Here he placed the deity of his heart on the central altar in Ramanreti, where he got land donated, which just means the, 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 the playful sands where, as he described Krishna and Balarama would herd cows regularly in their forest pastimes. This is where he got it, the land donated to him. So, just, just by, behind the that where the old Jamuna used to run there um, by the Park ram Trail and so forth. It's all quite built up now, I understand, but it was quite quaint at the time. No one was there at the time. It was way out in the forest and uh, that's where he set up. And again he put the deed of his heart on the altar. Mm. So it's a great uh, internal and external victory for him. I was very fortunate to participate in it, both in terms of raising the funds for it and be there personally for the event and uh, render some service at that time. So at any rate, the pose of the deities, he crafted that pose and he had some interesting, peculiar reasoning about it. Hmm? Who is stronger, Krishna or balaram. Hmm? Well balaram's obviously the older brother in art he's fashioned depicted as a little bigger this is there's many ways in art over the centuries in different cultures that divinity has been represented in europe the in the whole artistic um, depiction of reality, ordinary reality, and the super reality, if you will, uh, the divine reality, is all very much a very strong, even modern day Impressionists and so forth, it's all very much a statement about the subjective world, and how the subjective, as I often say, uh, world is the real world. Hmm? So if we, we depict the sky as... Green or something like that, so it's not really green. the statement of the artist is it really is green and your green is not the real green it's how I see it how I feel it how I experience it that is the reality hmm? um, so it's a art and so forth in general is a, is a, is a, is a statement for the for the ontological uh you know Position and primacy of the subjective world over the objective world, which latter, which has really no meaning without the observer, right? Without consciousness and someone to give it meaning, and so on and so forth. Mm. So, anyway, in art, it used to be in Europe that they, the 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 god figure would be depicted larger in a in a, you know, an assembly of persons. And angels would be depicted like in between, hmm? and this is Europe. And then the humans would be a little smaller. Hmm? And an interesting thing is that the the sky, the, sky, the celestial realm, hmm? in Europe, in the Middle Ages, so what the, the, uh, uh, the celestial realm would be depicted in in a bluish black color, and they would use the sometimes the gem. The, the lapis, you know the lapis lazuli, it's a bluish stone. They would grind it and t- to make the colors out of it. So it would be not only a blackish blue, but it would be constituted of valuable um, stones. Hmm? So the color ingredient, the physical color ingredient itself, was was given, was was valuable, expensive, hmm? and they used this to depict. The skies, which is of course sometimes Krishna's complexion is com- compared to the lapis, azurite, the, these blackish blue, and so forth. And, and In Indian aesthetics, of course, this is the this is the color of uh, of, of of romantic love of Madhuri rasa hmm. So, at any rate, in different cultures, um, it's it's uh, points are being made, obviously, by the way persons are. Depicted and so forth. So, with regard to Christian Balaram, typically the artisans in India would depict, would draw Balaram as bigger, or when making the deities. Without asking, here are Gornathai deities, He you look closely, closely, Nityanam is a little bigger in hmm? size. So I didn't ask them to do that. Hmm? That's just their sensibility for thousands of, well, for Gornathai for hundreds of years, hmm? making the deities, and, and this is. Balaram and Krishna in their Gornathai forms, and Balarama's a little bigger. Um, uh, to my artistic sensibilities, sometimes they overdo it, and you can see deities of Balaram is twice as big as Krishna. <laughs> 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 but uh, but it's an interesting point in a, in another sense because a lot of times devotees in the modern world from Europe and the Americas and so forth want the Krishna to be very real. Hmm? The more real, but the real is a is a is a physical sensibility and so forth I've seen now persons are making eyes that in art somehow for deities that just really look like real so called eyes, but there's nothing more charming than the conch-shell eyes of Rana Raman mm-hmm. right, Have you seen which <laughs> you know look human like but something different at the same time. So, um, there is this sensibility. I don't, I surely, artistic abilities and whatnot to depict the real have improved, I would, I guess, over ages and so on and so forth. But that's not the only reason that the paintings, for example, of Krishna Leela in times gone by are less realistic. There is a Certain sensibility that's being um, um, played out in the uh, in the art that um, seeks to say that they're human-like but but different at the same time they're, they're otherworldly and so at any rate Balaram is a little bigger than than Krishna and Prabhupada would ask so in a playful mood who's who's stronger Krishna or Balaram hmm. And so, of course, this deity configuration answers the question. Yes, Balaram is the bigger brother, obviously he's stronger, but he's leaning on Krishna's shoulder. Hmm. That's the idea, the spirit of prophecy. He's leaning on Krishna's shoulder. Actually Krishna's stronger. He's the original person. And he's stronger by way of attraction, that Balaram is completely attracted to him. Hmm. can't keep his eyes off of him. Um, he's the personality of uh, s- s- servitor, and Krishna is the personality of Godhead servant. So Balaran is very peculiar in this way, right? Because he's God, but he's God in the mood of servant also. There are instances, obviously, and we we're going to be talking about one where he takes the lead role as the object of love, and he does in general in Rasa, but he also serves as. An an ideal example of service itself, hmm? um, infused with with, with sakurasa, takes on a shakti kind of quality. Like Radha is i is the is the deity and ideal of devotion both in hmm? rasa Swamaram takes a similar position, although he's not shakti tattva We can look at him as as Bangwan hmm? Vishnu tattva but he's infused with sakirasa, which is a particular kind of bhakti, and then the influence of the shakti. We may, we look at him in, in, in regard to that also and see, we learn the ideal of devotion from him in many respects. In that respect, he, he's, he presides over over the uh, sakirasa. Hmm. So, yes, those boys, the sakas, the, the, the priyasakas, the Suhurt sakas, those Sakas who are whose Sakyras is mixed with Dasya, who is it is, is uh, exclusively Sakya and those whose Sakyas is mixed with parental love, they stay back with Balaram and the cows and just a few, unlimited number <laughs> they're all unlimited, they go with Krishna to participate in midday pastimes forth again, reuniting with the herd, then the other voice, and returning home. So there are some instances like this of separation, even within the Vrindavan Leela. But the main idea of separation, again, is the departure of Krishna, apparent departure of Krishna from Mathura and Vrindavan. It's relative to this manifest of Leela on earth. Does that help? What else? <coughs> Yes.
1: I'm wondering how the um uh positions
0: of of in the here? Oh the posture of them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can find that in some places in Bengal. You can find that posture of, that we have here of Gornatai in some places in, in Bengal with Nityananda, with two arms out like this and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has one hand up and one hand down or out like this. So the um, the idea behind that posture is that Nityananda Prabhu is in the Leela, in Gaur Leela, he is doing more in one sense, more really more than anyone, to facilitate the distribution of madhurya Rasa because he is bringing all attention to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. As again, I've often said, he started the Sampradaya. baje se So this is his statement. Whoever worships Goranga chants his name, follows his teaching. He's purchased by me. Hmm? Um, and this before, as I said, often the Goswamis books were written, the philosophy, who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and so on and so forth. It is said that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught Nittai to chant the names of Krishna, and he opted instead to chant the name of Gore. Hmm. So very bold he is, and no one more than him in is giving emphasis to Gore and all that Gore has to offer. So this way he is very much participating in the distribution of the Madhurya rasa that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to taste and experience and through that is make makes available to others. Mm. Um even after his passing his consort Janavi Janava, she um mm, was very much involved in 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 in, uh, in fact Bhagavanod's uh, Diksha lineage comes from Janava. And uh, it's uh, there, there is uh, the, the flow of, 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 of Manjari Bhav is very, you know, is, is prominent. Is the, uh, the the ideal of that lineage. So Nityananda is very instrumental in this. No one more instrumental in it than him. Wide distribution, always putting the attention on Chaitanya Mahapu. So his hands are extended out. He's in the lila, he is giving gore to the world hmm? and giving it to anybody is is a way of, in which that's emphasized the Mahabharata told him don't return to Puri, stay in Bengal keep giving it to the downtrodden people and so on and so forth this is your 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 mission so wide outreach no discrimination who, who will be given to and so forth this is the emphasis of Nityananda Prabhu of course he had his own sentiment in Sakurasa. we know this Hmm. Yes, as Janava, who is a Shakti of Balaram, we find the uh, Madhuri rasa, but that's not Balaram. <laughs> that's not Nityananda Prabhu. That's his Shakti. You could say Shakti and Shaktiman are one, but they're one and they're different also. Krishna and Radha are different, hmm. and they're one. Hmm. So it's important to emphasize the difference as well. Hmm. So, as Janava, she's directly distributing the Manjari Bhav. As Nityananda Prabhu, he's distri- he's putting emphasis on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, pushing everyone towards Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But his own associates, close associates, we find amongst them the uh, the principal cowards, the Dwadasukopal, the twelve cowherds, They're all in Sakirasa, They all had their lineages and so on and so forth. Um, so. It's another' is playing this dual role. He's just he's putting attention on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he to help facilitate Mahabhu to experience what he came to taste, Krishna what he came to experience, and as a result of that that opportunity be extended to others. But his own Baba is also naturally catching on here and there amongst um, his uh, through his associates and so on and so forth. So the two hands out like this represent his is he's giving the Prem, he is very, really here, two feet here, two hands out. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, on the other hand, is one hand out, but one hand is gone. So Mahaprabhu was here to help him experience ex- both, hands are out in two ways. To extend, means he's extending, giving it out everywhere. And the other thing is he's catching him when he falls. Hmm. In Puri, sometimes he would fall next in in Nityanamapu would be there to catch him. So he's facilitating both hands of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. one of which is with one hand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could distribute. Hmm? With the other hand, he couldn't in two ways. With the other hand, he couldn't because he was a sannyasi. And although he took sannyas to facilitate the wide distribution of praying, at the same time, the, the sannyas in some ways limited his distribution because a sannyasi has to conduct himself in a certain way and he can't go to certain places without bringing um, um, creating suspicion hmm? and and little said a little spot a dark spot on the white cloth that stands out so if a sannyasi is seen in a bar for example he could say well he was only there to preach people go, yeah right and, uh, you know, they're ready to dismiss immediately. You can find, you can make up reasons to dismiss sannyasis. Hmm? Because, or saintliness, because it's, while it may arguably be the ideal hmm, for human life to be saintly, to be sense-controlled, hmm? to control the mind, and so on and so forth, um, still it's inhuman, It's it's superhuman, it's not possible. So... It's easier to say yes, but nobody can do that. I don't think anybody can really do that. And those who do, they're faking it. Hmm. So there is a class of people who use that as an excuse not to become saintly persons themselves. Hmm. So even without doing anything, well, people create, create reasons to be suspicious. But if there is a spot there, then certainly it will stand out. So Mahabharata was very careful to keep him conduct himself in such a way that there could be no suspicion. That, is, that as a sannyasi he could he could be instrumental in disseminating his teaching hmm? and gathering respect amongst the educated people and so on and so forth. But it limited him in the sense that he couldn't go to the most downtrodden places where sannyasis typically don't go. So this is what he commissioned Nityananda Palu to do. Hmm? To go to those places. That's his other self. So the one hand up... In one hand out, one hand out is a distribution. One hand out means he's limited, and he's limited in another way. He's limited because he's half gone. Also, so we see in his leela, at a certain point, he's this other hand, this upper hand, takes precedent. He can't preach. He's too. He's he's doing outreach, and he's doing in, inward reach. The outward reach is facilitating the inward reach. His distribution of prame, his namsan kirtan is is making possible the inner life that he seeks. And at a certain point, the inner life takes over. And so one hand is gone to Mahabhav and the other hand is gone to Namsan Kirtan and the distribution. And Nityananda was two hands distribution of gore. And when he goes into mahabhav two hands to catch him. When he passes out, something like that. So this is the configuration of the deities. Here and how they oppose what, what it what it represents. Nityananda Prabhu, the extended self of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for distribution. They, you know the the highest ideal. You don't need to, as some people um, try to do, convert Nityananda Puru into a manjari. Hmm? To wonder, you know, what about Nityananda? He's the closest of, associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Could he not participate in this? He's participating in, in the way in which he typically um participates he's Balaram, so he's a servitor. In Madhuras in Midna, in Midna, when he gets out of the way, hmm, that that Leela can can go on. He's not reporting that to Mother Yasoda, but anything else he'll report, Krishna does, misbehavior. But not that. Hmm. And of course his Shakti Tattva expansion as Radharani's sister and participates in in that. And she is said to be the a peer in the world of Guerli as as the, as, John of the, as the consort of Nityananda Prabhu. But Nityananda Prabhu is solidly in in the in the in in and, in, in, and this Sakirasa is has something to do with the dissemination of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching. And we see that in the form of Prabhupada and his own um, repeated statements of his affinity for. Sakiras ideal of Sakiras, and wide circulation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, leela, going to the foreign countries, to the downtrodden people, and he was questioned for going there. Hmm. What's he going to America for? You know, they're all fallen people, and so forth. And as I said, he brought them back with some difficulty. He, you know, he persevered and opened the Krishna Balaram Temple and the big celebration that we were speaking about earlier. And all the white people <laughs> were the non-hindus the the the, uh, the Avanas, and, you know, all the imagined you know uh, stories about how bad they are in India and, and so forth um, the non vedic people and so forth becoming Vedic and accepted and so this is the work of Nityananda Pur, and this is the kind of spiritual reasoning of Pujapachita Marsh too how his his Prabhupada's um, wide campaign had some parallels with the campaign, the wide campaign of Nityananda Prabhu. And of course, established the Krishna Balaram deities and so on. The letter he wrote on the Jaladuta had many evidences, of course, that he he offered up to support his insight into Prabhupada's affinity. Um, But um, again, Coming to the non-Vedic people and and accepting them in the fold and so forth. This is this is Nityananda Prabhu, both hands out, actively like with two hands going after people. It said that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave the praying in the context of the lila when it was manifest here to anyone who asked, and Nityananda Prabhu, by contrast, gave it to those who didn't ask and those who said they didn't want so this is the, he's the other an extended self and through him Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could do more for distribution of his ideal than he could himself limited as he was in some ways by the sannyas even though he took sannyas for the sake of distribution because as an ordinary person householder or so forth people don't take you as seriously but a sannyasi although they should take him seriously he's wearing a different color um and so, stands out this saffron cloth stands out amongst a bunch of white cloth, and, and uh, so, so that's the characteristic you know, color for the renunciates. And they would bring attention to themselves in this way, like a uniform person of the cloth, and you could know you could go to him for spiritual advice, counsel, and so forth. And so the dress brings some distinction, and it creates then a teachable moment, is the idea. I experience it myself, traveling here and there. There's a a, a certain percentage of the people that that go out of their way to acknowledge and smile and nod and kind of like, you're cool, that's neat, wow, I like what you're doing, kind of thing. So it creates that... uh, uh, and they might you feel like they might want to stop chatting with, what, are you a Buddhist? <laughs> no Hindu similar <laughs> oh I, I saw one I went to one ashram I did Yeah. You know, I got a book and uh, this kind of thing so, uh, so Mahaprabhu we use that technique if you will mm-hmm. but as I say within the context of it it also had its limitations and the Tananda Buddha extends beyond that and it also, um, the way in which Nityananda Prabhu served and extended the distribution, um, in ways that Mahaprabhu could not, it also represents the way in which students should do more hmm, than the Guru. That's to be expected that they'll carry on, and not that they'll do less. Sometimes there's a thinking if you do any anything as uh, less than Prabhupada then you'll be okay if you do more you're suspect something like that if you write another your own Gita commentary or something you know? I was the first I think disciple of Prabhupada to write a Bhagavad Gita commentary oh there, there was a uproar about that in some circles Who so is you to write a Bhagavad Gita um, of course Krishna already wrote the Bhagavad Gita or somebody <laughs> Krishna spoke it off. who are you to explain it you know Say more, anyway. So, um, but in, and since that time, I feel uh, happy with the fact that a number of others eked out commentaries of different types here and there amongst Prabhupada's disciples, um, without acknowledging that they were following in my footsteps. To be a little, it's worth saying that, given all the all the criticisms that were voiced at the time, even some of the criticizers. I know one criticizer ended up writing his own commentary later on. So, um, so the, that's the point. So Nityananda Prabhu extended, hmm, Prabhupada writes about this, I think, in his Chaitanya Charitamrita commentary also, Nityananda Prabhu's work, extended the work of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is the business of the, the Guru, Parampara works, and they should do more, and um, and so I'm like a son will take the business to another level or something like that. Mm-hmm. And only by the power of, you know, the blessing of the previous charges, obviously, not in a proud way, but it's a way of showing that one's been blessed, one has an understanding, and can voice it. And, mm-hmm. and who is he or her to a Gita? Well, ask. Let's see. Let's find out. Read it. Right. Anyway, that's a side side point, but um, this is the posture of the deities here Nityananda Prabhu giving gore to everybody. Hmm. Gore giving in slightly limited way, hmm. but, ex- but compensating for that limitation by hmm. right. the person of Nityananda Prabhu, and in pursuit of something that Nityananda Prabhu was not in pursuit of. Balaram is not in pursuit of what Krishna is in pursuit of. Krishna is in pursuit of Radha's love, and Balaram is following him to facilitate his pursuit of that love. Hmm? Some people make a very uh, big theological mistake by reasoning that just as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to taste the bhava of Radha, Balaram wanted to taste the bhava of, of Anangamanjari. Anangamanjari is the younger sister of Radha, who's a Shakti expansion. Balaram Balaram's the younger bro- older brother of Krishna Radharani uh, is the older sister of Radharani is the shakti expansion of Krishna and and is the shakti expansion of of Balaram of course there are many differences here Balaram doesn't have a romantic relationship with anangamanjari hmm. that's not happening in Krishna lila so some people reason it very poorly from the theological point of view that just as Krishna wanted to taste the bhava of Radha, as another Buddha wanted to taste the bhava of Ananda and therefore he came to the earth. That's not why not Prabhu came to the earth. Balaram descended or appeared in the Prakat Leela hmm? because Krishna did. Wherever Krishna goes, he goes and he has a similar role of assisting Krishna. He's the personality of Godhead servitor. So what is the role of Krishna in Gaur Lila? He is trying to taste the the praying the Bhava Vrata. So Yetinadh was facilitating that. And broadcasting that idea. Here he is, Krishna. This is what he's doing here. Take advantage of it. And you can get involved in this in the same thing. This is his selflessness. He's not trying to he has his own relationship with Krishna.
1: Hmm.
0: He's trying to facilitate what Krishna wants and extend it to others as that possibility arises in the context of Krishna's pursuance of that. Hmm. Very important point. Mm-hmm. And so, before I say there's some place for Sagirasa, that it just happens to appear, and, and naturally some people will be affected by that. It's a beautiful thing. Prabhupada is a wonderful example. Hmm. And it's such a big, big way distributing. He had both arms out.
1: Hmm.
0: Chant Hare Krishna. And be happy. Love Krishna. Isn't that we heard this morning? That's what he want. You want people to love Krishna. <laughs> but Prabhupada, hmm, they're not expanding there. Who cares for expansion? Right? We were reading about Dinatarni in Jamuna's Oregon Center with all their big ideas, how they would spread Krishna consciousness all over Oregon. Just the two of them, the cow, cow and a half, and, and their deities. Hmm. Nice relationships with neighbors and so forth. Small program, but they're not expanding, they're not... They probably wanted to go there. but they're not doing anything there. What do you mean they're worshiping Krishna very nicely? Hmm. I should go there and see the deities. How they're being taken care of with such affection and so forth. Mm. So, it's a side point, obviously, but with all of his wide campaign and circulation and so forth, he was just trying to get some people to love Krishna. We would find their loving Krishna, and then simply be very happy. Go there and live with them. He dreamt about going and riding in the vans with the boys. He's out there in the vans with the boys, selling books, doing Sankirtan in the street. That's what he liked to do, to go visit his his two lady disciples, worshipping Radha Bandhi Bihari nicely. Mm. Just to spend time and see how the Vedas worship. It doesn't take anything to perfect oneself. It doesn't have to be a big group or lots of money. Or, Of course, he wanted the wide circulation too, that's a fact. But if the wide circulation is at the cost of right, understanding what's being circulated, it overshadows it then. And that's what you were seeing there in that reading. Probably was addressing it in such a simple and straightforward way. So, what else? was the time? Uh, Seventy. Anything else?
1: But if, uh, is if Nityananda is like getting, like, pointing to Mahaprabhu. How can people get anything else than Sakyarasa if they're going to touch with him? Because that's it's like from his perspective. Is it because he's with Nityananda? Yeah. From Nityananda? Yeah. Is it because he is empowered by Mahaprabhu that it can somehow...
0: He's giving Mahaprabhu to people. He's not alone. Nathana Mahaprabhu was he's giving attention to Mahaprabhu and his teaching. I mean, the Chaitanya Bhagavad was written directly by his inspiration. The Chaitanya as we heard, was inspired by him in the sense that he sent the author to be Krishnas Kaira to said, all your desires will be fulfilled there. And that's, this was the fulfillment of, his, of all of his ambitions. I mean, that he had an ambition to write about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he would become celebrated all over the world for Chaitanya Charitamrita. And it did not have, the implication is he blessed him in that way. And later it played out in the way that it did. Haridas pundit asked him, the, the devotees all agreed, Madan Mohan gave the blessing, and so the book is written. So without Chaitanya Charitamrita, well, we'll, how we get what Chaitanya Mahabha was is, uh, is distributing or tasting himself? Mm. as a recruiter and he's, he's teaching him to take what the Mahaprabhu was giving and then you know some people get caught up with him himself that happens yeah. that's a little nice thing on the side so to speak <laughs> but you see I mean how instrumental it is how much faith in Mahaprabhu proper created all over the world practically anyone in the modern world who's interested in Gaudi Vaishnavism has come through his campaign it's so pretty extraordinary what he did and some few people will want to follow him in terms of his inner inner mood hmm? all we right, stop there Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai Srimitai Chanda Vaduta ke jai Srisi Krishna Balaram ke jai, jai. Srisi Gauradhamadava ke jai, jai. Gaur jai, jai. Bhaktavinda ki jai, jai.